1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by com, Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We greet you at the outset of a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show with... The reminder that at this very hour, the Ohio State Board of Education is hearing testimony on a resolution that I certainly hope is adopted by the end of the day, but will not be done so without a considerable objection by the radical left. It is a resolution that as recently as five years ago, maybe even more recently than that, uh, would have been um, unnecessary because its conclusions would have been self-evident that men and women are born that way and must remain that way throughout their life. But that has become a point of debate in a series of spirited debates that now go on in our culture. And in fact, we have so many debates around so many issues that about the only thing that we agree on is that we agree on nothing. And as I was looking at the depth of our disagreement today and how I could position it to you here, my listeners on 94.5 in Dayton and 98.9 in Columbus, I realized that whether I'm talking about the border or crime or schools or our military preparedness, or our position on the world stage or abortion or whatever issue you want to talk about, uh, we have not only a rampant disagreement but a chasm that seems unbridgeable because those who stand on one side of the debate are convinced that their position is not only correct – But that their position is noble, that their position will leave them on, as they say, the right side of history, and that those on the other side of the issue are evil. And we have been a nation that has engaged in spirited debate before around issues, but has never painted those disagreements to this degree, at least in my estimation, as a stark contrast of good and evil. And there are a lot of people now who are decrying this portrayal of these disagreements on these various issues as uh, unfortunate that it is viewed as a battle of good and evil. And I have thought a lot about this and prayed a lot about this And I honestly don't think it's wrong to portray it as a battle of good and evil. I think it is a battle of good and evil. And that's why I'm so committed to my position and what I think is your position. It's also interesting to me that all these disagreements can very much be credited for the emotion and passion they inspire around what I think is the most deeply held instinct that those of us on the right in the conservative movement have. And that instinct is not America's great, America was divinely founded, America's the most exceptional country in the history of the world. All true, all part of our mindset. But I really think it goes deeper than that. I really think our passion traces to our innate sense of duty to protect our children. There is nothing that stirs the emotions in the human heart like our children, at least a heart that is aligned correctly. And those who would willfully or lazily allow children to be imperiled, hurt, damaged, are people that we cannot ever reach an accord with because it is in our very DNA that we are to protect our kids. That losing a child to death to psychological destruction, to physical harm, is the worst fate that we as parents and grandparents and as responsible citizens can envision. Allowing a child to be harmed. And as I look at all the different political issues that we disagree on, abortion, border, crime, schools, military preparedness, those all trace back to that innate desire that we have to protect our kids or to protect kids, be they ours or other people's. The reason why the border bothers many of us is because we're not sure who's coming in and we fear another 9-11 or we fear the character of our country being reshaped by people who come in here who don't share the values that we have historically been able to count on in our nation. The reason crime is bothersome to many of us is because we would like to be able to live in a society where we feel like we can go into areas other than where we have Sequestered ourselves in hiding, we would like to feel like we could go into downtown Columbus, or if we want to, downtown New York, or downtown LA, or San Francisco, or Portland, or Baltimore, or any other city. And we would like to feel like we're not taking our lives in imminent danger by doing that. The reason why our military preparedness is important is because we would like to have our kids grow up in a country where The freedoms we've enjoyed are the freedoms that they enjoy. And our opponents on the world stage, Russia, China, Iraq, the Taliban, they pose a physical or ideological threat to giving our kids the kind of country we have enjoyed growing up. And then finally, our schools. Our schools, to us, are... Exceedingly important because that is where the values of our culture are ingrained and where the minds of our youth are honed to think clearly, think correctly, understand how to evaluate things that are true and discern them from things that are false. It's an exceedingly important part of the development of a child to be raised in a school environment where things that would damage them or ideas that are wrong are kept far from them. It's where they figuratively, like a little bird in a nest, learn how to fly. And we don't want them kicked out of the nest until they're ready to fly, until they're prepared to fly, until they're strong enough mentally, physically, spiritually to fly. And as we look at our schools today, and specifically as the State Board of Education uh, debates this self-evident resolution that there is objective truth that sex is one such objective truth, that it is a scientific fact that people are born male and female and that sex is not arbitrarily assigned at birth and that therefore the Biden administration's commitment to expanding Title IX protections for girls to include men, boys pretending to be girls That that is something that we cannot stand for as conservatives. This is a threat to the safety of our kids psychologically, physically, and spiritually. Because if you can ingrain in a school environment, through practice or through overt teaching, that the most basic truth about a person, whether they are male or female, is open to their own interpretation changeable every day, every hour, if you want, and that parents have no authority over that. Well, then the underpinnings of an orderly society have been obliterated. And so I'm not of a mind to tell you to try to find common ground with people to whom we find ourselves in opposition on all these issues, border, abortion, crime, schools, military preparedness. I'm not inclined to advise you to do that at all because this is, to me, unquestionably and unequivocally a battle of good and evil. And it is our duty to protect our kids, shepherd our kids, lead our kids. And that is the only way that we have any hope of giving them the kind of country that we have had, that we have not just had, but we have enjoyed, that we have counted ourselves blessed to receive. So I hope you're praying for this State Board of Education meeting today because we certainly need it. So I will endeavor to get you an update today during the show on this debate going on at the State Board of Education meeting, which is going on um, about a resolution that uh, says the obvious, right? This is a Captain Obvious resolution. There are objective facts, objective truths in the world. Yes, gravity is an objective truth. Try jumping off a building and telling them your truth. (laughs) Ha! Won't do you any good. And the resolution from Brendan Shea, member of the State Board of Education, says biological sex is one such objective scientific fact. Human male has an X and a Y chromosome, reproductive system ordered. Thusly, a human female, two X chromosomes, a reproductive system ordered toward conceiving and bearing children. On and on and on and on. All things you go, yeah, so. Well, we are in an era where the left is 100% about making the most defining characteristic of a person their sexual preferences their sexual habits their sexuality their sexuality is the most defining characteristic of a person not their integrity not their character not their honesty all virtues They want to make sex the defining characteristic. That's why when you describe yourself, you would describe yourself as a husband a father, or a mother, a spouse, a wife. The LGBTQ segment of our population describes themselves by what? Their sexual preferences. And they have done a phenomenally successful job of spreading that into our schools. And so this resolution proposed by Brendan Shea is necessary because the Biden administration, the president of the United States, with the full power of a democratically dominated government at the federal level, Congress and the Senate behind him, is threatening to keep poor kids from being able to get Free school lunches and free school breakfasts if the schools do not agree that a boy pretending to be a girl should be able to use the girls' restroom and play on girls' sports teams. Oh, it sounds so nice when they say they are extending Title IX protections along the lines of gender identity. That doesn't sound very threatening, does it? Well, that would allow a boy to use the restroom that your girl uses in school to play on the same sports team as girls to dominate them, they'll test for you. Go watch a boy's soccer game or a boy's lacrosse game or a boy's basketball game. And imagine then watch watch a girl's game like that. Now, I have three girls, and girls can be great athletes, but they don't have the same speed, they don't have the same strength, they can't compete with a boy in the same sport. Now, there are girls who are better than the worst boy. I would never argue that. But an average boy will dominate an elite girl athlete. That's just how it is. If Title IX did not exist, if all, let's say, professional tennis players had to play under one umbrella, you would never have heard of Serena Williams. You would never have heard of Venus Williams. You would never heard of Billie Jean King. And now you're going, wait, 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 Bruce. Billie Jean King beat Bobby Riggs in a tennis match. And Bobby Riggs was like over 60. Okay? <laughs> like, And it's not about... Uh, uh, the sports is the easiest way to give the analogy. But sports is not the discussion. Okay? It's the safety of girls. It's the psychological well-being of girls. Yes, it's the physical threat to girls. So this agenda by the Biden administration is to blur the lines between boys and girls, men and women. And I believe the ultimate objective is to remove God from our culture because if your son or daughter asks you, why am I a boy, why am I a girl? You say, well, that's that's how God made you. Or that's how you were born. You might not even say that's how God made you, but that's how you were born. That's how your sex was determined and if you're not a Christian, you're like, whoever determines it, that's how your sex was determined. But no, if everything's fluid, then who becomes God? Well, you do, because you decide what you are. You say, well, I was born a boy, but I'm a girl. So I can trump whatever happened out there before I was born. I can trump biology. I can trump science. There is nothing beyond my ability to order it. And so then what can be denied to you? Nothing, nothing can be denied. You want a car? Steal it. You want sex? Rape the person. You want whatever you want. You sh- you should have the power to get it. You can do it. You are not beholden to anyone else. You see how dangerous this mindset is? You see how it destroys everything that we have known to be true in the past? And if you don't think this is an ever-escalating agenda, I have in my hand from our friend Linda Harvey at Mission America, a few things that are coming up on the docket in our schools and in our colleges. Friday, by the way, hope you bought your decorations, is Bisexual Awareness Day. Co-founded by GLAD, which is a woke LGBTQ initiative. Bi- at the end of Bisexual Awareness Week, oh, they can't confine it to a certain day, seeks to, listen closely, Accelerate acceptance of the bisexual, pansexual, fluid, no-label, queer community. Great. Just what our kids need. More confusion. More depravity. Uh, We are also in the midst right now of banned book weeks. An initiative of the American Library Association... Which is trying to make it sound evil if you want to engage in getting any books banned. Now, if you've read anything about any of the books, book banning sounds really terrible. But, and I heard Jill Biden, Dr. Jill Biden, sorry, Dr. Jill. Dr. Jill Biden say, no books should be banned. Kids should be able to look at any book they want. Yeah, pornography, fine. It it broadens their horizons, according to Dr. Jill Biden. So kids should be able to read graphic sexual encounter stories in grade school, junior high school, high school. Well, it's the worst thing that could happen, Bruce. This is just a sliver of the degrading things that the left would like to cram down the throats of our kids. Removing parental authority over them and, more importantly, parental protection of them.